0: Welcome to the Survive to Thrive Radio Network at www.survive, the number two, thrive.net. Times are getting tough for most of us, and being prepared has never been more important. All of our hosts strive to keep you well informed so that you can achieve optimum health in all areas of your life. If you feel that the shows and website are informative, please share this information with your friends and family. If you would like to see certain topics covered, Please let us know. Join us on Facebook to help spread the word. You can find the link at the bottom right of the Survive to Thrive homepage. health Botanicals is the sole sponsor for this network, providing you not only with important information but also with highly effective products that produce real results, such as food coconut milk powder, liver plans. Coco mojo silamarin neutral cafe and introducing the new 40 day 40 night organic preparedness pail a preparedness supply unlike any other on the market today supporting inner health supports both this network and your own health without good health we go nowhere Go to survive to thrivenet and click on the Ener Health banner on the top right for automatic discounts or call them at 866-762-9238. That's 866-762-9238. You can also go to their website at www.enerfood.com. That's E-N-E-R-F like Frank, O-O-D like dog.com, enerfood.com. A big thank you to all of our listeners already taking the products that Health offers. We truly appreciate it. We thank you for your support and encourage you to listen often, to stay informed during these crucial times.
1: Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. It's Hawk coming to you live. It's a live Friday night show, and I'll tell you, I'm going to read right out of Isaiah. Isaiah 17. The burden of Damascus. Behold, Damascus is taken away from being a city, and it shall be a ruinous heap. The cities of Aroer are forsaken. They shall be for flocks, which shall lie down, and none shall make them afraid. The fortress also shall cease from Ephraim, and the kingdom from Damascus. And the remnant of Syria, they shall be as the glory of the children of Israel, saith the Lord of hosts. And in that day it shall come to pass, that the glory of Jacob shall be made thin, and the fatness of his flesh shall wax lean. And it shall be as when the harvest man gathereth the corn, and reapeth the ears with his arms, and it shall be as he that gathereth ears in the valley of the Rephaim. Yet gleaning grapes shall be left in it, as the shaking of an olive tree, two or three berries in the top of the uppermost bough, four or five in the outmost fruitful branches thereof, saith the Lord God of Israel. And that day a man shall look to his Maker, and his eyes shall have respect to the Holy One of Israel. And he shall not look to the altars and the work of his hands, and neither shall respect that which his fingers have made, either the groves or the images. And in that day shall his strong cities be as a forsaken bough and an uppermost branch which they left because the children of Israel, and there shall be desolation, because thou hast forgotten the God of thy salvation. And hast not been mindful of the rock of thy strength. Therefore shalt thou plant pleasant plants. And shalt set it with strange slips. And in the day shalt thou make thy plant to grow. And in the morning shalt thou make thy seed to flourish. But the harvest shall be a heap. In the day of grief and the desperate sorrow. Woe to the multitude of many people. Which make a noise like the noise of the seas, and to the rushing, or the rushing of nations, or rushing of nations, the rushing of nations, that makes a rushing like the rushing of mighty waters. And the nations shall rush like the rushing of many waters. But God shall rebuke them, and they shall flee far off, and shall be chased as the chaff of the mountains. Before the wind, and like a rolling thing before the whirlwind, and behold at evening tide trouble, and before the morning he is not. This is the portion of them that spoil us, and the lot of them that rob us. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Isaiah 17, and I've always linked that up as to the beginning of Ezekiel 38, 39, or in that area. And if we go to Ezekiel 38, and uh, the Lord says, Thus saith the Lord God, Behold, I am against thee, O Gog, the chief prince of Meshach and Tubal. And I will turn thee back and put hooks into thy jaws, and I will bring thee forth and all that army, horse and horsemen, all of them clothed with all sorts of armor, even a great company with bucklers and shields, all of them handling swords, Persia, Ethiopia, and Libya with them, all of them with shield and helmet, Gomer and all his bands, the house of Togarma of the north quarters and all his bands, and many people with thee. And then here we are again. Be thou prepared and prepare for thyself thou and all thy company that are assembled unto thee, and, and be thou guard unto them. And after many days thou shalt be visited, in the latter years thou shalt come into the land that is brought back from the sword and is gathered out of many people against the mountains of Israel, which have been always waste, but it is brought forth out of the nations, and they shall dwell safely, all of them. Thou shalt ascend and come like a storm, thou shalt be like a cloud to cover the land, thou and all thy bands and many people with thee. Thus saith the Lord God, it shall also come to pass. It shall also come to pass. Listen up here, people. That at the same time, that at the same time, shall things come into thy mind, and thou shalt think an evil thought, and thou shalt say, I will go up to the land of unwalled villages, and I will go to them that are at rest. That dwell safely, all of them dwelling without walls and having neither bars nor gates. To take a spoil and to take a prey and to turn thine hand upon the desolate places that are now inhabited. Oh, like the Great Plains and the Rocky Mountains, okay? And the deserts in the southwest, etc. West Texas that are now inhabiting and upon the people that are gathered out of the nations which have gotten cattle and goods and that dwell in the midst of the land you see that's what's coming and that's what I've been telling you for a long time and telling you to prepare as it gets closer and closer i hope you understand that what i've been telling you is What the Lord has been telling me to tell you and directing my hand to go to that passage and to keep doing it for years and years. And, uh, you know, it is just quite interesting to see it all start to come out. At the same time, we have victories and things, do we not? We have a whole lot of states going back in favor of the baby in a womb, okay? of a baby in a womb being a live person and then being born of God, okay? Being something that is is a blessing. And yes, there are stronger types of laws, are there not? And a whole lot of people that thought they were pro-life all of a sudden, hey, like uh, Pat Robertson, he was sort of, you know, oh boy, you know. And that surprised me a little bit, but not that much. So, I don't know. Very, very close to defending all of these babies that have been murdered all these years. And, of course, there will be examples where it will not be. New York, uh, California, various different places. New Jersey. Virginia, obviously, even. But I'll tell you what, ladies and gentlemen... This is a war. It's a war, you see, good and evil. And the Lord basically is allowing Lucifer to shoot his best shot here at the end. But it's up to you and I to stand up and to get prepared for what's coming and to be ready to fight. Okay? to Be ready to go. You know? And certainly at the same time, we can surely, we can surely uh, pray. And you know, in terms of that, uh let's see if I've still got let's see here I've got a a real neat story to tell you while I'm at this right now. You remember when we uh prayed for the real nice lady in Texas last week um, she was Mary she was in the uh in the Texas Panhandle. And we prayed to her, and because she has a, a, a really bad, at, had a bad at blood infection, and she's been in dire straits the last couple months. Well, since we prayed, according to uh, Brother Ken, who sent that in, since we prayed, he says, thanks to the Lord's hand and the prayers of the saints who listen to your program, the blood infection that has had Sister Mary from the Texas Panhandle in Dire Straits these last few months, seems to be subsiding rapidly at this present time. We are praying for her to regain her strength now, and she can make it home to her family. Mary has asked me to thank everyone that lifted her up. And so once again, thank all of you, and God bless. Brother Ken. And he says, God, and what God provides is all you need. Yes, sir. There's power in the blood of Jesus, Brother Ken. Now let's let's pray again right now, ladies and gentlemen, because we're in a war, but we have a sister here that we've prayers have been heard. Let's just pray again. Lord Jesus, I pray that you will go to Sister Mary in the Texas Panhandle. You will know who she is, Lord, because you're already working on her. And she has, Lord Jesus, some kind of a blood infection that's starting to subside rapidly right now, thanks to all praise to you, Lord Jesus. But Lord, let's go there and let's get her and remove all of that toxin, remove all of that infection and restore her to health so she can make it and go home to her family. Lord Jesus, at this time, will you touch on Mary? Will you touch her right now and restore her to health? With a medical miracle, Lord Jesus, in your name we pray. Oh, thank you, Lord, for all you do. Because I'm going to tell you what, people, there's power in the blood of Jesus. And that is the thing that if anything is going to save you by the grace of Lord Jesus, you will be saved if you are saved. And if you're not saved and you'd like to get right with him and you're sitting out there and you're thinking to yourself, you know, I'm beyond redemption. I, the Lord can't help me. And oh, it would be nice if he could, but I've done this or I've done that. Or I have too many faces. I got too many faces when I go to sleep at night. I got too many faces, some guys will say. And the fact of the matter is, if you get on your hands and knees, if you repent, the Lord Jesus, of your sins, and ask Him to come into your heart to be your Savior, He will do that. And I'm going to tell you what: He will. If you need to 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 see Him, then then ask Him to 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 manifest Himself to you at some point. But let me just tell you: If you just Ask him to come into your heart to be your savior after you repented. Then he will start to wash you clean. He's going to come into your heart and you're going to have everlasting love and light and life with him in heaven. Let me tell you. Now, you might be dirty. I I was pretty dirty, you know. So, I mean, it takes a lot of window washing, you know, to get the window clean when it's real dirty and got thick caked on. Stuff, if you know what I mean. And then the fact of the matter is, is that what have you got to lose, you see? But if you're sincere, that'll be the case. Now, ladies and gentlemen, just to let you know and why I started out Isaiah 17, uh, Hal Turner reported this afternoon, I guess, out of Israel and and out of it. uh, uh, The last report here I'm seeing was that, uh, and this started earlier this afternoon, And it was basically about uh, wartime footing that the Kuwaitis this morning, okay, were reporting uh, flash, Kuwaitis moving to full wartime footing after briefing U.S. officials. And that was earlier this morning. Well, by this afternoon, you see, Israel smacked Damascus and certain areas around Damascus that apparently are Iranian- uh, Revolutionary Guard bases and Iranian bases and uh, weapons depots and armament depots and probably some that have missiles in them that could strike at the Israelis. Now, apparently, uh, uh, Israel Defense Forces used extra artillery rockets to hit several sensitive targets, possibly inter uh, Revolutionary Guard uh, related sites in Damascus, Syria, and the Syria's uh, air defense system. Uh, They used the Pantsir uh, S1 SAM systems. Apparently, they didn't manage to shoot many of the Israeli missiles down, and then the IDF also launched the rockets from the Golan Heights, which uh, Trump reaffirmed is belongs, you know, and was won in war by the Israelis. Until then, the the Syrians used to lay down fire on Israel from those heights. So I'm going to tell you what. Violent explosions, they say, rocked the capital. And a lot of uh, surface-to-air missiles being launched uh, to try to come in and to attack the uh, uh, incoming missiles from Israel. And basically they're being told that there are strikes against Iranian Republican Guard positions that were a clear threat to Israel. Um, The Mezeh, M-E-Z-Z-E-H, Mezeh Airport, there are a number of projectiles targeting the Damascus countryside. They're still engaging them. They believe them to be Israeli missiles. So we got this ongoing, we got ongoing war putting, is this the hook in the jaw that I read about? Is this the hook in the jaw that brings Russia because they had Sukhoi aircraft fighter jets up uh, in the defense of Damascus and in the defense of their positions uh, along the water there, Latakia and and where have you, where they have the Russian uh, bases. But Is this the hook in the jaw that might bring forth then Russia along with, uh, you know, Persia, Iran, uh, you see, Turkey, all the different Libya, Ethiopia, all the different uh, Muslim nations are going against perhaps Israel. But at the same time, it looks as though that the Saudis and the uh, Emirates and and the Kuwaitis are, uh, you know, siding at this point against iran but is there a certain point where even that would flip you see and there's a possibility that that would flip at some point in time now here's the interesting part that i saw late here that uh, quite frankly old diane feinstein the one that wants to take away all of your guns okay she's the one that i said years ago when she was trying to take all the Guns and wanted to get rid of all the guns in the United States, and she was being uh, very vocal and everything about it. I told people that that knew her to tell her in when she goes to synagogue or she goes to shul to tell her about the uh, you know the Warsaw Ghetto and how just a handful of Jewish people in the Warsaw Ghetto with a few rifles and pistols and shotguns and a few hand grenades and whatever held off the dadgum Nazis, and if they would have had a full complement of assault rifles and thousands of rounds of ammo, then they would have never taken them. They would have never taken them, Diane Feinstein. But, oh, no, you're the one that had, allegedly or apparently, the Chinese spy who worked for you for 20 years. But, oh, you didn't know it but maybe you did know it. And so I guess uh, Mark Levin, who is also Jewish, Mark Levin, on his radio show on Thursday, said that the hypocrisy of the Democrats, Dianne Feinstein, was caught on the phone with Iranian Foreign Minister Javad Zarif early Thursday, and the media said nothing. And Levin, Levin says, what in the hell is Dianne Feinstein doing talking on an iphone to the iranian foreign minister he's the foreign minister to an enemy state that seeks to attack american military personnel in the middle east which is true and that seeks to put nuclear warheads on icbms so they can reach the united states it's a terrorist regime an islamo-nazi regime in tehran that has killed americans and that funds Hezbollah to kill Americans and funds Hamas to kill and is a threat to our national security. Obviously, it been said, what is the hell is the ranking Democrat on the Senate Intelligence Committee doing talking on an iPhone around the Capitol to Javad Zarif? And what is it with these Democrats fronting for this Islamo-Nazi regime that wants to kill Americans and Jews in Israel? You've got a Frankenstein. You've got John or the real Frankenstein, giving aid and comfort to the enemy. It's not enough that they released $150 billion to this regime. Obama did and gave a bunch of it in cash. And now they're giving it advice against the president of the United States, President Trump. And you want to talk about the Logan Act? You want to talk about collusion? And I guess Feinstein issued a statement, you know urging Secretary of State Mike Pompeo to reach out to Zarif. Well, I'm going to tell you what. Levin said Don Trump Jr. had a meeting with a couple of Russians, and the meeting turns out to be nothing, and it's the crime of the century. Except Mueller says it's not, but the media says it is, and now you have Diane Feinstein, or Diane Frank Feinstein, he calls her, on her damn cell phone with the foreign minister of Iran. And nobody wants to know what they discussed. No, no, that's Diane. We like her, Levin said. Good for you, Mark Levin, because I'm going to tell you what, Diane Feinstein has got to be of the synagogue of Satan. I'm going to tell you, that's all I can say. And Lord Jesus talked about this type of person, this type of person that would go totally against the whole nine yards, and side with evil against good, and that is the way it is. And I'm going to tell you what. <coughs> you can send her a postcard. You can send her an email, call her office, and say, what in the heck are you doing talking to the Islamo-Nazi-Iranians, Diane Feinstein, and being chummy with your foreign minister? Why are you a traitor against the president of the United States and against the people of America? Now, I don't want to go to war, but I'm going to tell you something. When I read the Bible, I see that this is going to happen. I've been telling you now since 2004. And I warned the Pentagon in two hundred four oh five 5 about putting so many of the uh, strike groups, the carrier strike groups in the Persian Gulf because the Iranians had missiles back then with 40 nuclear weapons back then. And I heard you down this afternoon, oh, well, boy, I'll tell you, we put our strike group in there. They better watch out. They don't want to mess with that, bop, 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 bop. Well, what are you going to do when you overwhelm if you've got 110 super sunburns and 100 exosets in 2004 and no telling how many more thousands, including S-400s, okay, missiles, S-400 missiles? And an S-400 system in Iran that they trained their people in Russia on back in 2005 and six. And you got a military treaty with Russia, a military treaty with Red China, with North Korea. Then what the heck are you going to do? They're going to eventually, it's going to come to this. So I'm going to tell you what. Now, what do we have come out today? We had come out today, Putin hails new Russian laser weapons. I talked to you about lasers the other day, did I not? And, oh, I'll tell you, this is getting to be quite the interesting uh, upcoming thing. We're going to have a lot of disclosure of new types of weaponry. I've talked to you about the act of God, quote-unquote, type weapons, the uh Electromagnetic scalar weapons, the uh, tectonic weapons, the weather, X-ray, the weather, the weather, warfare type weapons that are right now throwing a storm into California, and you gotta watch out for the Oroville Dam. Everybody up there, watch out for the Oroville Dam, and load to Bob and Maggie up there. God bless you on the mountain. Okay. The Lord Jesus will sustain you in whatever comes, and I pray that you'll be protected against all evil up there. Put the warning out. Tell the sheriff that they better watch out for that gum dam again and that everybody downstream better get the Zodiac boats ready, i tell you, or figure out a way to get to higher ground because if they blow that thing, then there goes also another substantial portion of agriculture and the food in the United States, which is being attacked. But here we go. I read to you, I believe, last week, Raytheon shoots down multiple drones with directed laser weapon. Remember I read to you about the multiple special targeting system and how they used an all-terrain vehicle that is mounted portably on there, a Polaris MRZR-4 all-terrain vehicle. Extremely portable and can transverse just about any of the terrains. Countering the drone threat requires diverse solutions, said Steppen Bauer, Raytheon Electronic Warfare System Vice President. HEL and HPM give the frontline operators options for protecting critical infrastructure. We've got the lasers. Putin's telling you now we he's got the lasers. Fighter jets with missile-killing lasers take another step towards reality. U.S. Air Force says a ground-based laser downed multiple test missiles over New Mexico. Successful ground tests have moved the military one step closer to putting anti-missile lasers on its aircraft. A ground-based laser shot several missiles down in flight on April 23rd test at the White Sands Missile Range in New Mexico run by the Air Force Research Laboratory or AFRL the test was part of the self protect high energy laser denominator or shield a program intended to protect aircraft from incoming missiles and then if you also want to see what else is going on you could also look and see the uh, lidos lidos Awarded $19.3 million for work on a laser weapon system uh, for system integration and field testing of a laser weapon system being developed at Kirtland Air Force Base in New Mexico. The contract provides for advancing work on state-of-the-art laser weapon system technology. Now, you remember it was probably, oh, man, when was that? Maybe seven, eight years ago? When I told you that they tested a laser in the state of Ohio and I had specific deep background information from the good people up in there, I believe it might have been River Pirate or somebody up in there was talking to me about that. And he said that they had a board truck and somewhere in that little stretch, you know, where that other little Air Force base is that they had the Danish Air Force was in there, maybe around Springfield or somewhere up in that area in between Pity Pat, Springfield, on a country road, and they had everybody kind of cleared out. They had a plane come in, and they zapped a Ford pick up truck from the radiator on back through the back, went clear through the engine block. And that was eight, nine years ago, ladies and gentlemen, as far as I remember, maybe 10. So we have this stuff. We also have the Star Wars things. But in the midst of that, let me give you a Something that is sort of like a corollary to it, but it's antithesis to it. We have a country where people do not know history. People, on the average, from what I've seen in the research, have about an 87 IQ on average in the United States. Now, last night, uh, my good uh, friend Mr. G from Beatrice, uh, Nebraska, he gave the correct answer to the question I asked last night. It was Thomas Malthus, who was the father of modern economics and father of economics, and he's the one that said, Planet Earth, no more than 500 million. Well, he was the Illuminati's big economist. Him and (coughs) Adam Smith, you see. They were kind of in a little deal there. And you had Karl Marx was up there in London in those days and all of that, too. But you see, an 87 is, is pretty compared to what it used to be as yes, never. We'll be back in a minute I'll talk about that eighty seven. Particularly if we're about to get eighty six.
0: Hello there, and welcome to the bottom of the hour. This is Darren Craddock for Health Botanicals, sole sponsor of the Survive to Thrive radio network, bringing you The Hawk on Thursdays and Fridays, Nurse Amy and Dr. Bones on Tuesdays, and myself with Total Health Freedom on Mondays and Wednesdays. We are all here to keep you informed and tell you more about how to stay healthy and aware. We talk on staying well naturally, being prepared, growing your own, and more, with the right tools, foods, and information, we give you the kind of truth that will set you free. Please support our network.
1: Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This is Hawk on survive2thrive.net. <clears throat> It's Friday night. Excuse me. Because I'll tell you what, there's a lot to talk about and a lot to see. And I was talking about before we came in, we're talking about 87. And I had asked you last week, look at the average IQ in 87 and what in the 1950s, say 52, 55, 57, what they would have rated that. And there was a name that would be associated with that. With an average IQ of 87. Because when I recall back in the day, I think IQs were close to an average of maybe 100 and above. Okay. And an 87 would have been slow, let's say. And that is what the average apparently is in the United States. And so when I was sent this by, uh, let's see, I was sent this, I believe, my buddy, my buddy, uh, buddy RG. God bless you, uh, RG. And he says uh, this was sent uh, to me. He says this really happened. Uh, it's entitled World War Eleven. He said, this country is in deep doo doo. And this is the the piece that he sent me. Young people cannot learn from history anymore because history is no longer taught as a required subject in public schools. This really happened. Theodore Dutch J Van Kirk was the navigator on the Enola Gay when it dropped, the fight in 509th, when it dropped the bomb at Hiroshima, Japan, and is the last surviving member of the crew. They dropped the atomic bomb on Hiroshima, for those who don't know. okay, Dutch was asked to speak at a grammar school this past week. The young teacher introduced him, saying... That the speaker was a veteran of World War Eleven. You know, WW, and then you've got the uh, Roman numerals, two Roman numerals. You know, for World War Two. She introduced him as a veteran of World War Eleven. Dutch stood up, and this actually happened. To people walked out of the school without saying the word in the story. God help us for those who understand no explanation is needed for those who do not understand. No explanation is possible. Do not regret going older. It is a privilege denied to many. Uh, Thank you RG for sending me that. And, uh, uh, God bless, uh, my buddy out there, another buddy in, uh, Montana, my, uh, friend, uh, Uh, Let's say Mr. DT from Kalispell, Mr. DT, Mr. DT from Kalispell. God bless you, brother, and thank you for all you do. Uh, Now, I was looking, ladies and gentlemen, earlier, and uh, my friend uh, B uh, B and uh, uh, EB sent me uh, an earthquake thing. Out of uh, Oklahoma and apparently uh, it was felt way up into Wichita, Kansas and all of that and that this was a, a pretty good little nasty 4.4 uh, 4 in Oklahoma and consequently I believe it was just uh, southeast of Tulsa and that area that's in that four corners region down there and of course uh, let's see if I can find my uh, of course I can't find my thing now I just had it anyway. But uh, a whole lot of people in uh, Kansas saw it, and a 4-4 is pretty big in this area. Now, consequently, you've got a situation where tectonic weapons are being uh, used. And what's interesting is down in the Cherokee Strip, which ain't too far from that area, there is some newer, from what I understand, newer Deep Underground, where they actually have some uh, space-type vehicles down in that area. Okay. I reported to you this in the past because you remember when the uh Star Wars looking like drone spaceship uh uh disc type crap was tarped over and on the back of a flatbed truck, and there was pictures of it going through Windfield, Kansas and uh you know uh, that kind of area down there, Ark City and those places uh on the Arkansas River. <laughs> As you go in Arkansas, it's the Arkansas River, but in Kansas, it's the Arkansas River. So I'm going to tell you what, we've also uh, seen, and in, in the last few days, I've sent some of you uh, huge uh, uh, energy constructs, paddles or uh, ribbons of energy, different things are being shown all over the place. Some of them are coming down from the Arctic. Others were coming up from Antarctica and the huge things. And then we saw a paddle, like a Pong paddle I talked about last night came down from uh, northeast Canada that went and was pushing, and I can see one right now. It's not quite as evidence, but it's pushing cold air into the counterclockwise flow that is off of washington northern california oregon and british columbia and still pushing that arctic air down into that and then there's something that's out in the pacific that's uh yep that's making the counterclockwise flow and then that's pushing oh yes and i see big big energy and this is on WIS.edu, Wisconsin, University of Wisconsin, is called tropic.ssec.wisc.edu. Dot 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 but if you look it up as mimic-tpw2m, you'll see it mimic-tpw2m. And I'm looking at the map of the United States, and I'm seeing them create the weather. And what they're doing is they're creating with this and massive amounts of energy. You can go look at it right now. I'm watching this. And they're creating what would be called the traditional jet stream, okay, which we have not had for some time. And it's taken a whole lot of energy to recreate this thing right now. And so now we're going to have all this moisture come up from the Gulf and get blown with the new jet stream, you see, the traditional jet stream, which they're creating to push it once again over the Great Plains, all right? And you're going to see this stuff, and then now we're from North Texas and Oklahoma and into Kansas, you're starting to see the time when you would start to harvest the wheat you know, June, July, you're going to start to harvest the wheat. And then that goes north from those states, goes on north up into Nebraska, uh, part of Iowa, the Dakotas, parts of Minnesota, parts of Montana on up into uh, Saskatchewan and uh, Manitoba, Alberta, okay, the whole wheat belt, which feeds a great portion of the planet with wheat. So the bread you eat, you know, the crackers or the Triscuits or the Whatever you like A large portion of it is Possibly going to get too wet Here uh, If they keep it up And then we'll not only have With the corn only 30% Of the corn is planted In the United States as of The 15th of this month when Normally it would be over two-thirds Or 66-67% Planted as an Average of say five years Usually you would be all the unplanted way before now you'd be planted. And as they are now starting to do it, you're going to see people in Nebraska that were flooded out, northern Iowa uh, or, or Iowa, northern Illinois, northern Missouri, parts of Kansas that have been flooded out. Okay. Minnesota in some places, Dakota in others. That have been flooded out and that a lot of them had one or two years of grain, corn, beans in the bins at the elevators and stuff or in bins at their own home storing it waiting for the better price on corn or the better price on soybeans to sell and they lost it all. And then now if you cannot plant and you've, only got, you've got less than a third of the corn acreage planted by now, you're going to have a huge shortage. Well, people say, well, I don't eat that field corn. Well, but it's fed to animals. It's fed to cattle. It's fed to hogs. It's fed to, you got chicken feed. You got all kinds of stuff, you see, that it goes into. And then you've got uh, all the things that Archer Daniel Midland does with it. And you'll find in all kind of products is used for sweeteners and different items. The soybeans are used predominantly all throughout all kinds of different products all over the world, okay? And this is going to make food higher. Now we lost all a million calves. We've lost millions of hogs and piglets all over the world. We've lost a whole lot of uh, the, uh, uh, the nuts and the fruits and vegetables in California from the drought last year. And then now this year we're we have uh, something that blows out the, the big valley, you see, like from the Oroville Dam, which they cannot seem to do anything with. Department of Water Resources is going to let it blow, I guarantee you. And you got to ask them why they're lying and telling fake stories about their numbers and statistics. And then all we got to do is if we pop that 4.4 or pop a 5.4 or something a little bigger up there, then that dam and maybe 8, 9, 10 other dams in the mountains go too. And then guess what? There's your water supply for L.A. You know, there's your water supply for California, basically. So you're in a trouble situation right there if you're in a desert. You see, and you don't have those aqueducts that were brilliantly created with those earth and dam lakes up there that they're made. I'm watching this thing. You gotta look at this mimic. M I M I C T P W two M, and then you go to the button that says domain, and you go down. And you get North America or Con U.S., you can get Mid-Pacific, East-Pacific, North Atlantic, South America, you know, all over. I was also watching it. They were doing some funny stuff. Uh, Let's see if I can look at that right now, too, because this is important to even look at this stuff. Let me just take a look and see if I look here at, uh, uh, let's see, let's look at at the Indian Ocean, see what they're doing, because that's close to the war zone you see and let's see what they got going over there okay looks like there's some big energy moving from east to west let me see what oh yes take a look at this because this is uh, big time stuff that's moving and trying to move moisture up into the various uh... oh man this is like Big stuff moving here from east to west. Very interesting. Anyway, you ought to look it out. Check it out because this is the way war is waged as well. Now, let me tell you something, ladies and gentlemen. You want to keep old Hawk in the game? You want to keep old Hawk striking blows against the enemies of Lord Jesus? And to warn you as best he can of what's coming down the pike and how to prepare? Well, I hope you do, but if you do... Anything would be most needed and welcome. Federal Reserve note. Silver dime. Ounce of silver. Silver dollar. Anything like that. Piece of gold. Whatever it might be. A check money order. Send it to Hawk. H-A-W-K. 3965 West 83rd Street. Number 356. Prairie Village, Kansas. 66208 Hawk 3965 West 83rd Street number 356 Prairie Village, Kansas 66208 and may the Lord return it to you 10,000 fold so Putin's talking about his laser weapons we've got ours and I'm going to tell you what wouldn't surprise me and I, I said the other night President Trump You've got this uh, Abraham Lincoln group going in there, and you've already sent in. They didn't send the carrier group into the Persian Gulf. They sent the two missile destroyers in. And nothing happened. And all the smart boys in D.C. are saying, see, nothing happened. We sent our missile crews in. The Iranians didn't hit us. No, they're waiting for you to send the carrier in, you dummies. They're waiting for you to send the carrier group in. And Diane Feinstein has given them all the information, and she's on the intelligence committee and is talking to the leader of the enemy. She is probably giving them any orders of battle and any information that she knows about, about the, the disposition of U.S forces in the region and what our plans are. She's giving it up to the enemy. She needs to be, you know, curtailed. She needs to be in contempt of Congress. She needs to be in contempt of the people. Now, Brother Hodges uh, has got a, an article about the Operation Nitro-Zeus, which the names change weekly a lot of times, all right, or as they're needed to change. And he's got this from a source, which he's talked to in the past. And basically, he's telling you what I've talked about uh, in the past. Uh, as far back, Steve and I talked about it in 2004, is that if war breaks out in one of the areas, you know, like Iran or uh, Venezuela or whatever, that you'll see it pop up all of a sudden in all the other places as well, and that there would be an attack on the electrical grid, okay? Well, that's exactly right, and that's as I've told you since 2004 and 2005, I've been telling you about it, and I've warned you about it because I know that's what would be done. And he says here, which uh, his source says, apparently the discovery of the ISIS training base in Alabama by the FBI shook Trump to his core. Well, it should have, but you see, the guy that was associated with that base originally was also associated with the one that was out there in the desert. Where was it, in Arizona or New Mexico, where they killed the kid? Right, You took your son out there to exercise the devil out of him or whatever, and they were training the kids to uh, use the uh, uh, rifles to uh, do hits, and they were training them in hand-to-hand and close quarters, combat drills, et cetera. And here it says, In one phase, Operation Nitro Zeus consists of special operation forces, that will penetrate the underground storage of Iran's nuclear art And it says, don't panic, Iran does not yet have the ability to strike the United States. Oh, yes, they do. Mr. AFOC, oh, yes, they do have the ability to strike the United States. They have submarines that are real quiet diesels. They also have other boats, which they can put those same super sunburns and different missiles on with nuclear warheads, and those could come over on a freighter, okay? And all you got to do is all that freighter traffic, you know you can't really watch all of it as it comes across the Atlantic. And you remember how all of the freighter talk and all that, remember back when when a certain purloin weapon was picked up? And Lindsey Graham or something, you see, buy a vessel and a ship to go into Charleston Harbor, you know? You see, they can be off the coast of the United States with a small vessel freighter or just, well, I don't know, pleasure yacht, you see, or fishing vessel or whatever it might be. And since we don't claim 200 miles out there, and since a large portion of the time, the, because of the sea mammals and stuff, our over-the-horizon radar isn't even turned on. Now, we do have P-3 Orion's and P-8 Poseidon's up, and God bless those people because I have met some of the P-3 Orion. I met a P-3 Orion uh, person back a few years ago. It was a woman, she was uh, personnel, and then now she was in a medical position. But anyway, they hunt subs, they hunt vessels, and they look down with the ability to see. But I'm going to tell you what, you've got all these people coming in, Hezbollah, Hamas, ISIS, Khorasan, I just call them Ahmed Sanchez's, Okay. Coming up through the old Comanche Trail, as I also told you about from my deep background sources, back in 204, 205. We also have to remember in 205 that Brother Steve Quayle heard about from the MMB that they were up to, and it was bragged about by the uh, then head of the Iranian government about the 25 nuclear devices Inside the United States, on the eastern seaboard, in the big cities. 2005. Brother Quayle never divulged that total number back then because he used that to see who would come at him and if they knew numbers, you see. But he did bring out that information 205. It was in the Quayle-Hagman report. And it was verified by Doug Hagman at the time by his sources in the high levels of U.S. government. But the fact of the matter is that the MMB, the head of it, had a son named Kevin. And allegedly Kevin ran the teams. And they went out and they went from up there in Maine and on down through Boston and all that stuff, all the way down the seaboard, and they got to the last place. And they got all of them, they found the devices, located them, Disarmed them or took the timers offline until they got into the Baltimore area and somewhere, I think, maybe in a warehouse off of Bell's Point, allegedly, maybe, that they had a little run and battle on the street to grab the device. They grabbed it, took it into the thing, found out it was of the latest design out of Los Alamos. The latest design out of Los Alamos. They could not switch off the device. They took it offshore as quickly as possible into the deep water trench off of Maryland back then in 205. And they detonated the thing without creating the nuclear, you know, without the nuclear thing. There's a way you can pop it without setting off the radioactivity. And that caused a huge explosion in the deep trench. And there was a massive fish kill. For the next two or three days, all along the uh, Maryland, Virginia, uh, Delaware shore, and all of that area up in there. And that they also were able successfully to uh, make sure that most of the university seismographs in that area were said to have been on the fritz that day so nobody could check it. Our people in Europe checked it, and people... Uh, east of the east or west of the east coast, in universities and seismographic locations, we're able to check that and to verify there was a big explosion. You also recall the big explosion deep underground uh, near Washington D.C. It was either in Virginia or West Virginia back a few years ago. Do you remember that one, ladies and gentlemen? This stuff, the game is a foot, and when somebody in the Air Force says, "Oh, don't worry." Iran does not yet have the ability to strike the U.S.? Oh, yes, they do. But they've got uh, Shahab 3s and they got Shahab 4s. Shahab 4, as far as I know, could hit Europe. Might be able to hit the United States, but I'm not sure. But the Shahab 3s can hit Israel, all of that, and hit Europe. And then in 2004, my deep background information was they had up to 40 Nuclear devices, some purchased on the black market, some provided by their Russian providers, and the Russians would then send personnel that would sit on them in warehouses and military bases and places such as that, but uh, then they've also been able to make their own since then. So I'm telling you, ladies and gentlemen, you'd better get prepared. And I would tell you that you need to prepare with food and water purification. And you think water purification, you, everybody forgets it. But you better get a Berkey that can take out, you know, a Berkey that's got the good black Berkey filters. That'll take out about 99% of all the chemicals. It'll take out the viruses, the, the bacteria, the parasites all the different items, and get some extra filters. There are other good filtration systems that are available, but try to get something that will take out viruses and bacteria as well and to take out some of the radiation and the chemicals. But you get the best thing you can possibly get, do it. Now, here's one of the reasons why. Even at Luke Air Force Base, and uh, thanks to the Swede. Swede, hello, brother. Hope things are going well out there for you. Luke Air Force Base, that they have a major problem. The base has a major problem with the drinking water because it's got all kinds of chemicals in it from the fire retardant foam leaking into the ground, okay? Something in in one of the chemicals they use out there has gotten into the drinking water. So I'm going to tell you, if you're sitting there and you think you got city water is great and all that, locate a water source a pond or a stream or a spring or maybe even if you can dig your own well even on your property in a suburban area or even in a backyard in a in a city you might be able to find water down depending where you're at or if you're sitting in south bend indiana or michigan there or somewhere along the lake you don't have to dig very far down five six feet you got water don't go in a loose Luciferia Knife without a bite. Do something this weekend to prepare, ladies and gentlemen. Water, nuclear, biological, chemical, gear, medical supplies, food, another can of chunky soup. Mighty men and women about or use your high technology in your spacecraft tonight. Strike a blow against those that are the enemies, the Lord Jesus strike, hit them tonight. Put it out. Let Trump know you're going to do it. That he is the president. He can give you an order to do. Bad Dangle Rangers, you're ready. the. Poor. Contact Captain for me. Keep an uh, eye to the top. <laughs>